Hello, everyone, and welcome to the First Loved Podcast. Well, I hope you were able to push through last week's on that petition of bring us not into testing. I don't know how well I did at trying to clarify it. I may have made it even more muddied for you because, as you could tell, there's a lot of different pieces to it. So actually, what I'd really love to invite you to do is to email me, mark at firstlovedministries.org, and just give me some feedback. In particular, if I need to make another stab at it, I'd be willing to do that to just see if I can't shrink it down and make it more clear. The problem was I had done so much studying the night before, it was just all there in my head and trying to figure out how to get it out to you. So anyway, I hope it blessed you, but if it left you with some questions or struggles, please email me, mark at firstloveministries.org. Well, today, I actually am going to share a really wonderful testimony again. Periodically, these things come in and they're so encouraging, and I think it's important for you to hear as well. But in this case, especially, this gal is phenomenally articulate, really good writer. I've asked her to write a few other things for me because she just did it so well. Her name is Donna, and it's just in God's timing right now is that I'm in the final parts of chapter two of my thesis, of my dissertation, especially trying to defend the God sighting practice. I think the thing that I'm just so aware of, and I think I've said something about this in the last little while, that a lot of times people have this idea that First Love Ministries and the First Love to Love stuff is mostly about hearing love verses. That's only part of it. And even that, the love verses themselves, you could just read them. What we do on the weekend and what we're trying to encourage you to do is to recognize that by the Spirit— God the Father, Jesus, as the Spirit of God and the Spirit of Christ, dwell in us. And just as people heard God speak directly to them through human prophets and disciples in the crowds, heard God speak to them through Jesus in physical form, a huge important aspect about the verses is not that they're just first person and that you would read them. It's the fact that you would verbalize them out loud so that you get an experience with God through you or through someone else as they speak it to you. Where again, people have said only 7% of a message is the actual words. So when you read you're only getting 7% of a message. What they mean then is that tone of voice, accent, and pace, those elements with the words bring out the heart, bring out emotion, and add so much more to the words. And when you just read your Bible, I've said this in the past, it's like you miss out on 93% of God's heart. The most powerful thing is, is when you speak, you are speaking to a person and a person is listening. Speech is something that is done between persons. And so when you say the verse out loud, God becomes present to you through you, or God and Jesus become present to you through the other person. And that you don't just read the words, you hear them. They are embodied and maybe even the person reaches out and touches you. So you get a touch experience, the touch of God, as it were, as he touched people through Jesus and just the touch of Jesus. It's the incarnational aspect that's so, so, so critical. Not just hearing the words first person. 
Well, likewise, the God sighting exercise is so critical because it says, look, we know the scripture tells us that God is in each of us and that he would seek to love through us. 1 John 4.12, no one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, he dwells in us and his love reaches full measure or full expression through us. And again, in the preceding verses, he explicitly said that he showed his love to us through Jesus' life and death. Now, it was so cool, by verse 12, he says, and I'm continuing to reveal my love through each other as you love one another. The God-sighting practice is saying, folks, we need to pause and pay attention to those interactions that we have and recognizing that they're not just our own interactions with each other, but God is in them. Jesus is in them, expressing, revealing their heart as well. That's what this gal Donna caught. She caught the power of the incarnational aspect of the love verses and the God sightings as they're expressed through her and through one another. And so I want to read this to you, and I want you to catch, and she says it so powerfully, the power of experiencing God and Jesus through one another. She says, for me, the first Love to Love weekend was about bringing the gospel to life in a visceral way. If you're not sure what visceral means, it means to feel in or as if in the deep organs of the body. It's earthy. It's non-intellectual. It's instinctive. It's really that gut thing, not up in your head, and you'll see that come out. All right, so let me say this again. Donna says, for me, the first Love to Love weekend was about bringing the gospel to life in a visceral way. I'll use this anecdote to help explain it. A little boy asleep in his bed was suddenly awakened during a violent thunderstorm. Frightened by the noise, he ran to his father for comfort. His father said to him, why are you afraid? Don't you know God is watching over you? The little boy replied, I know that, Dad, but right now, I just need someone with skin on. This weekend, I met God with skin on. In a moment of recognition, I felt and understood God's love viscerally. Where in parentheses, she says, emotionally, deep in my gut, in my heart, not so much my mind. She continues, I've done a lot of Bible studies and have spent years listening to sermons on the radio and podcasts. I know key themes, stories, and scriptures. I even have several different versions of God's love letter of scriptures. Intellectually, I know that God loves me and loves all of us because he says so in his word. Yet it's still hard for me and probably most people to truly understand that love because we live in and have been roughed up by a fallen, broken world and have only experienced selfish, imperfect love. As I've accumulated relational hurts from family, friends, teachers, spouse, neighbors, co-workers, etc. throughout life, I've processed them in my own mortal way. I've put up walls. I've formed calluses in my heart and mind to protect myself. And this has led to some skewed understandings and reactions. There's a lot of truth to saying we see things as we are, not as they really are. Therefore, she continues, my mind could not personally conceive of nor accept a love as deep, extravagant, and non-judgmental as God's. 
a love that knows us and loves us where we are, a love that delights in us, a love that supernaturally forgives and heals, restores, and brings us to a place of honor in his family. Nor could I give it. Let me say that again. My mind could not personally conceive of nor accept a love like this. Nor, she says, could I give it. But in one of the exercises, our group leader physically, spiritually, and emotionally led me to recognition. Suddenly, viscerally, I understood. And all I could say was, wow, wow, wow. In a nutshell, individual and small group exercises in First Love to Love helped participants hear God speak directly to each of us through His Word and through the love and guidance of facilitators. There were four attendees and two facilitators in our small group. It's safe to say that each of us were also touched in some profound way by the experiences of others as we supported and encouraged each other. She says, founder and leader Mark Fee says that his organization is based on the scripture 1 John 4.19 that we love because he first loved us. By participating in the exercise and accepting the truth of God's supernatural love for us, we can begin a liberation process from wrong thinking. Then we can see ourselves and others as God does. God confirmed his message to me in a quirky way just after the retreat. I literally ran into this sweatshirt hanging at a store I visited on my way home, and of course, I had to take a photo. And she included the picture where on the front of the t-shirt it says, Only love will set us free. (laughs) Isn't that crazy? And then she says on top of it, he also spoke to me through a song on K-Love. The song's titled, Live Like You're Loved by Hawk Nelson. Just listen to these lyrics. She included the lyrics for us. Imagine what she just experienced. She sees that t-shirt, and then she hears this song on the radio. Live like you're loved. You're not the only one who feels like this. Feeling like you lose more than you win? Like life is just an endless hill you climb? You try and try, but never arrive. I'm telling you, this racing, this running, oh, you're working way too hard. You're working way too hard. And this perfection you're chasing, it's just energy wasted because he loves you like you are. So go ahead and live like you're loved. It's okay to act like you've been set free. His love has made you more than enough. So go ahead and be who he made you to be. And live like you're loved. Live like you're loved. Live like you're loved. And live like you know you're valuable, like you know the one that holds your soul, because mercy has called you by your name. Don't be afraid to live in that grace. I'm telling you something. This God we believe in, yeah, he changed everything. No more guilt, no more shame. He took all that away and gave us a reason to sing. So live like you're loved. Walk like you're free. Stand like you know who he made you to be. Live like you're loved, like you believe his love is all that you'll ever need. Is that crazy or what? The t-shirt, the song, But most of all, what she experienced in her small group through the facilitators and through the other members is that of all those years of studying, learning, listening to about God and about his love, in that small group time, through the alone time exercise and then in group, God, Jesus, 
became physically present to her. His love became physically present to her, spoken to her, demonstrated to her in such a way that she said it went from intellectual to visceral, deep in my gut kind of knowing, internal knowing, intuitive knowing, emotionally knowing that he loves. That's what first loved is all about, and especially first love to love the first program, the first weekend curriculum that we do together. It's there as the reminder that we love because he first loved us, which means we have to be loved first in order to love as and to love because. And it also is based on the new command that we love one another just as Jesus has loved us. And how can you love as Jesus has loved you if you haven't really experienced him love you? Because of what she experienced, she not only believed it, but now she had something to give away that she could speak in the same way and act in the same way and live like she's free, live like she's loved. Donna, thank you so much for sharing this testimony with us and just for the amazing, amazing reminder that this is what it's all about and that Donna caught it. It's not just about personalizing scriptures. We do them, but we do them speaking them, modeling them, expressing them physically, whatever it takes so that you experience God love you up close and personal, like the disciples did through Jesus. It's about his love becoming incarnational again. And I just want to remind you that as you're doing the exercises, think about that. Don't limit yourself to just reading words. Please speak them aloud or ask someone to speak them. Or when you do the God sighting even, the how much more, Speak that aloud or let someone else say it to you so that it can become living, incarnational again to you. So Lord, thank you. Thank you for this ministry. Thank you for helping us to do things that really cause us to not just intellectually know about your love, but to genuinely experience it so that we can live with this deep knowing in our gut that we're loved and then we can turn around and give away the love the words and actions we've experienced so that others might see you, experience your love, not just be told about it. So Lord, empower us to continue to stay faithful, to spend time with you and to do the exercises so that we can go out in love as and because you have first loved us. God bless you, love you, have a great day, a great week. Bye now.